We will start in a comfortable seated position. So find some padding to make yourself comfortable. Settle down through your sits bones, relax tension from your feet. <coughs> Move your awareness up through your ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs. And first concentrate on that area of the lower body. Creating a connection between yourself and the earth through which to settle into, root down, and from which to draw from the earth and grow taller. Lengthen along your spine as you shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, lengthen the, lengthening the sides of your body before looping your shoulder blades together behind your heart and allowing the weight of your arms to melt towards the floor, shoulder blades sliding down the back. Likely this chest opening has caused your head to tilt back, so bring your chin down parallel to the floor. Ease the sides of your neck back, and as though you're putting a hood up over your head, lengthen along the back of your neck and then loop that energy forward as you push the crown of the head skyward. Bring attention to your upper abdomen. Create a tone there by drawing the left, uh, left and right front lower ribs to a central point and then easing that point subtly towards your spine. Creating length and tone at your center. And arrive. You've already arrived physically on your mat. Bring your mind and body into conversation. As you've taken this methodical seat, ask yourself how you are feeling physically in this pose. Are there any regions calling for your attention? And how do you answer that call? Can you conceive of moving energy through those spaces, moving breath through those spaces. Be sure to soften any expression in the face, allowing the eyelids to be soft, forehead broad, cheeks slack, <clears throat> Consciously direct breath in and out through the nostrils and maybe tune into that sensation of air entering in through the nostrils, filling the lungs, and the sensation of breath leaving your body. Maybe be aware of the uh, the pressure or the uh, whooshing of breath across your upper lip. Begin the triumphant uprising breath, ujjayi pranayama. Draw in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat and let the sound of your breath now act as yet another tool bringing your awareness into the present moment, into the amazing interplay of the breath between the external and the internal. 
if you notice the mind wandering, <coughs> perhaps uh, reflecting on the morning that has passed or um, anticipating the practice to come. Just invite the, breath, the mind back to the ebb and flow of each breath. Consider that each breath is a new experience, a new opportunity to sense different parts of the body. Maybe you work today at bringing more awareness to the back body as you breathe. seated here for a moment. Just open your eyes. We're going to do, uh, we're going to do Nadi Shodhana, the uh, channel cleansing breath today. So take your right palm up towards the ceiling, bend your index finger and your middle finger to the base of your thumb. Take your thumb and the ring and pinky finger to the left nostril, thumb to the right nostril. And, you know, I know when I first started practicing this breath, I made a very exaggerated movement with my hands. So the movement of the hands is just very subtle. So uh, just pr press, press gentle pressure against your left nostril until breath enters in through the right nostril. Gentle pressure on the right nostril, exhale left. Inhale left, exhale right. So that's one round of breath. Um, and you can practice uh, this Nadi Shodhana with the uh, contraction of the throat. So it's kind of the Ujjayi with the Nadi Shodhana. So uh, traditional focus here is on the tip of the nose. I typically close my eyes, so experiment with those drishtis. Okay, be sure to go through one more round of Nadi Shodhana, ending the breath with an exhalation through the right nostril. So upon completion of that breath, bring your palms back to your thighs. Re-extend the spine, re-root the legs and hips, and bring your palms together in front of your heart. We will chant Om three times before beginning the moving practice. <coughs> Exhale your breath, and inhale for the first of three Om's. Om. Om. 
release your palms to your thighs. Lift your head as you open your eyes. Switch the cross of your legs. Bring the opposite ankle on top. Right hand behind the hip. Left hand crosses to the right thigh. Inhale, grow tall, and exhale, revolve. Stay rooted through the legs and hips. Stay tall along the central channel of the spine. Revolve from left to right, floor to ceiling, inside to outside, staying broad across your collarbones. Eventually, leading the gaze with the left eye over the right shoulder, hugging the right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your chest. Infuse the pose with breath. Inhale, explore and create space between the vertebra. Exhale, is it possible to move deeper, release into a new expression of the shape, whether it's uh, it displayed externally or not. Okay, left hand stays where it is, right arm extends along the right ear, reach up out of the right waistline, and then exhale, lean the upper body at an angle, over the left thigh. Use the left arm to pull the left shoulder forward. Reach through the right fingertips, ground through the right hip, and then look up to the ceiling. Soften the edges of the mouth. Breathe along the right side body. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. How does the breath change the experience of the pose? Inhale back to center, right hand down, left hand behind the hip, right hand crosses to the left thigh. Inhale to grow tall, and exhale, begin to revolve. Right to left, bottom to top, inside to outside, stay relaxed through the legs and hips as the crown of the head pushes skyward, left shoulder blade on the back of the chest. Head of the right arm might suddenly draw away from the right ear. <coughs> Gaze leaping over the left shoulder. Breathe between the vertebrae along the spine. Inhale, create space. Exhale, expansion. Right hand stays as it is. Left arm extends along the left ear. Reach up out of the left waistline. Exhale, upper body at an angle to the right. Getting this lateral bend. Rooting through the left hip. Reach through the left fingertips. Draw the right shoulder forward with, uh, by pulling the uh, right hand against the left leg. Soften the edges of the mouth. Direct breath along the left side. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? How might it differ from the first side? And then inhale, come back to center. Release the hands. Maybe counter twist to the right. And then come uh, into cat's uh, or tabletop position for some cat and cows. Plant the wrists below the shoulders. Knees are hip width distance apart. Inhale, belly and chest down. Tailbone and gaze up into cow. And exhale, round the spine. Chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling. Push the earth away in cat. And move with your breath through these two shapes. So, as always, I encourage you to use this, um, this <coughs> sequence that we commonly encounter at the beginning of a, at the class. It's an opportunity to check in with your body as, it, uh, as it's presenting itself on the mat this morning. So recognize where you're feeling, what you're feeling, how you might begin to modify these shapes in order to feel more to address exactly what your body is communicating to your brain.
And inhale to a neutral spine, meaning uh, creating a gentle contraction of the upper abdominal muscles, tailbone extending back, heart reaching forward, root down through the knuckles of the hands and turn the inner elbows to shine forward without locking out the elbows. Uh, bring your left knee maybe slightly towards center as you extend the right leg back. Push through the heel of the right foot as the knee and toes point down. And then extend your left arm forward. Gaze might land towards the top of your mat. So as you extend fingertips forward and foot back, keep that tone of the upper abdomen. Lower ribs in and back, tailbone extends, heart extends. Soften the face, and then release hand down, knee down, second side, right knee just left towards center, left leg extends back, knee and toes point down, hips at an even height, and then right arm forward, gaze to the top of the mat, extend in both directions, and then create that stability, that strength at your center, soften the edges of your mouth. Express through each fingertip, opening the palm. Can you spread the toes of your left foot? And then hand down, knee down. Re, uh, resituate your knees, hip width distance apart. Now bring your left palm below your face. Right hand to the back of the skull. Inhale, open the chest towards the right wall. Gaze and elbow towards the ceiling. Exhale and curl in. Elbow towards the left wrist or forearm. Inhale, open the chest towards the right, gaze goes up. Exhale, curl in, shoulder blades pulling apart. One more time, inhale, open right. Exhale, curl in. Right hand below the face, left hand to the back of the skull. Inhale, open the chest towards the left, look up. Exhale, curl in, elbow towards the wrist. Inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in. Last time, inhale, open. Exhale, curl. Feel the shoulder blades draw apart. Hands below the, uh, sho the shoulders, then bring your knees together. Try to squeeze your inner heels together. Today, let's just point the toes back, not curling the toes under. And then as you sit back, grab the flesh of your buttocks. Pull it apart and try to create a connection between your sits bones and your heels. So uh, this will keep your heels closer together, which will uh, likely create a stretch along the front of your ankles. Okay, stay seated uh, in your rock pose. Sweep your arms overhead. Interlace your fingers. Point your index fingers skyward and cross your thumbs. Look to the mat in front of you, keeping your hips low. Exhale and fold your head and hands to the floor at the same rate. Inhale, draw back. Two more, exhale, fold forward, keeping the hips low, hinging at the hips. Inhale, back up, keeping the spine long. Exhale, lower down with control. Soften the edges of your mouth, relax your jaw. Last time, come up. And exhale, arms to your sides. Okay, let's walk the hands forward once again. Knees uh, walk back about six inches from the tabletop. Tuck the toes under and lift the knees up into plank. 
Six inches was a, um, not long enough. I want you in plank pose, so shimmy your feet back. For me, I need to go another few inches to get my shoulders over my wrists. Um, and then I want shoulders, hips, and heels in a line. Tone the muscles of your legs. Reach back through your heels, lift into the kneecaps, lengthen the tailbone, lower ribs in and back, shoulders away from the ears, collarbones broad, gaze down and forward, and then slowly knees to the floor. Once the knees are down, tilt the tailbone skyward like cow pose, reach your chin forward, and then bend the elbows back as you lower chin and chest to the floor. Elbows in towards your side ribs, shoulders away from the ears, and then slide forward onto your belly. Press the tops of your feet down. Again, tone the muscles of your legs as you ground <laughs> the tops of the feet. Kneecaps begin to lift. Lengthen back through your tailbone so you'll feel the front of your pelvis pushing down. Lower abdomen in and up. Inhale, peel the chin and chest away from the floor. Hug your elbows in. Shoulder blades on the back. Collarbones broad. Soften the edges of the mouth. Okay, we're starting in our baby cobra and then we're beginning to push the hands down. As you push down, pull back with the hands. Elbows draw in, shoulder blades down the back, collarbones broad, sides, neck back, crown of the head lifts, re-engage the legs. Press the feet down, lengthen the tailbone back, front of the pelvis stays grounded, lower abdomen in and up, and then exhale, lower down, chin to the floor, tuck the toes, send your hips back to your heels for a brief extended child pose. And make your way to downward facing dog. <coughs> Excuse me. Push your hands down and forward. Spread your fingers. Turn your hands slightly out so that the space between your middle and index finger, your peace sign fingers, points straight ahead. As you push forward, reach back with the hips and walk your dog. Bending one knee, reach the opposite heel towards the floor, lengthening along the back of that straight leg. And noticing if one leg feels tighter or shorter than the other. If so, give that tighter, shorter leg a little bit extra attention. Maybe shift the hip from side to side. Feel what part of the leg feels the tightest. The inside, the outside, the middle, uh, the ankle, the calf, the heel. What is it? Where is it? How do you troubleshoot imbalances you encounter in your body through your practice? Push the hips up and back, bringing your dog to stillness with any amount of bend in the knees. Focusing on the length between your fingertips as they extend forward and your hips as they push back. Release the weight of your head. Relax the length of your neck. Inhale, look forward, and lunge your right foot between the hands. Just go ahead, skip that three-legged dog for today. Okay, grab the ankle and bring it forward if it has not landed below the knee. Set up with blocks or hands on either side of the front foot. I've been enjoying blocks. Um, don't have enough blocks. We're going to have to. Okay, so melt the hips down and forward as you lift through the back inner thigh. Straight, strong back leg, shoulders away from the ears. Hold here. Extend from the pelvis through the front knee, through the back heel, and then contract the feet together. Feel that off of those opposing forces of extension and contraction. Exhale, straighten the right leg, roll round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee, ground through the base of the right big toe, lift into the right kneecap, pull the crease of the right uh, hip back, so the space where the top of the thigh meets the front of the hip, draw that back. 
breathe here in this form of pyramid pose, which we will be revisiting as we make our way to revolved triangle today. Inhale back to the lunge, and with the breath, exhale, go back again, uh, pyramid pose. Last time, inhale, come forward, roll the shoulders back. Exhale, push the hips up and back, round through the base of the right big toe. Inhale, to come forward, lunge. And then hands to hips, elbows to the sky, draw back through the sides of the waistline to come up into a crescent lunge. Sweep the arms overhead, perhaps look up as palms touch overhead. Deep bend in the front knee, weight in the front heel, then extend back through the back heel. Exhale, open the chest towards the right wall, arms to the height of the shoulders. Inhale, center, arms overhead. Exhale, open right. Inhale, center. Exhale, open right. Once again, choose to stay here with the right hand. Reach for the outside of the left thigh. Right hand outside of the left thigh behind you. Left arm to the ceiling. You got it, Lynn. Keep the hips low. Reach out the left waistline. Look right or even look up. And then look forward, hands frame the front foot. <laughs> okay, let's let that back knee fall to the floor. Maybe onto a doubled up mat or onto a blanket or a patty of some sort. Scissor the legs together to square the hips and tone the legs. Hands to the front thigh, press the elbows straight, lift the chest up. Extend the left arm skyward, lift up out of the left waistline, and draw the sides of the waistline back, exaggeratingly so. Okay, hook the left elbow to the outside of the right knee or thigh, maybe just a little bit, maybe just a lot, eventually sliding the elbow deeper down towards the floor. You can keep the right hand on the thigh to help revolve the left ribs towards the right wall, or you can bring the hands to prayer. Uh, widening out through the elbows, broadening across the collarbones, uh, trying to move the thumbs closer to the sternum, sternum closer to the thumbs. If you like here, tuck those back toes to lift the back knee into a uh, lunge prayer twist thingy. Okay, look down, knee down if it's up, hands frame the front foot, and let's just press back downward facing dog. Push the hips up and back, hands down and forward. You might walk out the legs once again to reorient your dog. Okay, look forward, left foot forward. <clears throat> okay, get that deep, long lunge. Knee over the heel, back inner thigh lifted, shoulders away from the ears, collarbones broad. Expansion and contraction. Maybe those things, you're trying to wrap your head around doing those things at the same time, or maybe you are expanding through the back heel and through the front knee as you exhale and contracting the left foot back and the right foot forward as you inhale. So the pose kind of breathes. Okay, exhale. Push down through the left foot, straight the left leg, lift up the neck, left kneecap, round the spine, forehead towards or to the knee, maybe the hands walk back a little bit. Pause here for this first one, feeling the length along the back of your left leg. <laughs> Draw the crease of the left hip back as you uh, mildly wrap the right outer hip forward. Push back through the right inner upper thigh. Then inhale to the lunge. 
Exhale back. Three times total. Inhale forward. And exhale. Push it back. Inhale. Forward to the lunge. Hands to the hips. Elbows to the ceiling. Draw back through the sides of the waistline. Come up. Sweep the arms overhead. High lunge. Weight in the front heel. Left thigh parallels the floor. Lift through the back inner thigh. Maybe look up. Exhale, keep the legs and hips as they are. Arms sweep to the height of the shoulders, chest revolves towards the left. Inhale, center. Exhale, revolve left. Inhale, center. Last one. Exhale, open left. Choose to take the left hand to the outside of the right thigh. Sweep the right arm along the right ear. Reach up out of the right waistline. Hug the left shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your chest. Lunge into the front heel, lift into the back inner thigh, and then look forward, hands frame the front foot, and right knee down onto the floor or onto some form of padding. I will Squeeze require, the legs together. I will require a whiskey shot as <laughs> you continue to Will you accept gin? Yeah. Squeeze your legs in towards one another, hands to the front thigh, interlace your fingers, extend your elbows straight, prop up the chest. Okay, keep the left hand where it is, right arm along the right ear. Exaggeratingly so, pull the belly button in towards the spine. Tuck your tailbone forward to lengthen through the low back. <coughs> and then hook your right elbow to the outside of the left knee or thigh uh, to whatever degree. So eventually, as your spine warms up, you're able to twist uh, more deeply. You might slide your, uh, the, your elbow closer to the floor. Either choose to stay here with a hand on the thigh or bring the palms together into a prayer twist. Wind through the elbows, broad across the collarbones. If you'd like, tuck the back toe, lift the back knee. Lift through the back inner thigh, reach through the back heel, forward to the front knee. Revolve the, re re the right ribs towards the left. Stack the shoulders, maybe even look up. Look down, hands bring the front foot. Step back, downward facing dog. Three long, slow, deep breaths. Downward facing dog. Breathe the pose. Make any subtle movements or adjustments that you'd like in this pose to again uh, target any incongruencies you might feel from left to right. Also an opportunity to take a child's pose. Okay, continuing in our trend of threes today, we will take three half sun salutations, beginning with uh, one. <laughs> beginning with one, we're going to do three. Yeah. Inhale, come forward into plank. Exhale, lower down, knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, curl forward, push up, shoulders back, elbows down, cobra pose. Exhale, lower down, tuck the toes. Send the hips back and up for downward facing dog. One inhale, down dog. One exhale, down dog. Inhale, number two, plank. Exhale, lower down knees, chest, chin or chaturanga if you know it. Inhale, curl up, upward dog or cobra pose. Exhale, press back, downward facing dog. Inhale and down dog. Exhale completely. You might even breathe out through the mouth like a sigh. Last one. Inhale forward to plank. Exhale, lower down, method of your choice. Inhale to your back bend, broaden across the collarbones. Exhale, press back, 
DFD, downward facing dog. Inhale and down dog. And exhale completely. I know you all missed it. We're going to do that three-legged dog now. Inhale, lift the right leg straight up and back. Three-legged dog, prolonged three-legged dog. Push the hands down and forward. Shift the hips up and back, keeping the knee and toes pointing down. Lift through the inner thigh, wrap the outer hip down. Press the crease of the left hip up and back. As you lift along the left leg, release the heel deeply towards the floor. And then look forward. Exhale, lunge your right foot between your hands. Again, set up in that lunge. Okay. Are you going for eight hours? Getting to eight minutes. Okay, lower the back knee to the floor. Scissor the legs together. Um, okay, walk the right foot out to the right a couple of inches and hands to the inside of the right foot. Angle the chest to the left slightly and then start to melt the heart towards the floor. Maybe uh, taking the right forearm down, maybe the left forearm down. Hug the right knee in towards center. Melt the heart down and forward. And then either choose to stay here or lift the back knee off the floor. Lift through the back inner thigh. Wherever you may have landed on this shape, release the back of your heart towards the floor. Feel what you're feeling. Breathe through that feeling. Use the breath as, um, as <laughs> use the breath in the communication between mind and body. Okay, left knee to the floor, come back up, frame the front foot with either hands, and then look over the right shoulder, point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach back for the outside edge of the foot with the right hand. Choose to stay here, revolving the chest towards the right wall, or if you want more from this, um, you can bring your left forearm to the floor. Okay, either way, do this thing you don't want to do, which is kick the foot into the hand to activate the left leg. Pull the heel towards the hip as you kick the foot into the hand. Melt the hips down and forward, revolve the right shoulder onto the back of the chest. So you might have picked up on this uh, revolving thing we're doing today. So think about revolving in that uh, your hips are pointing one way and your chest is turned to uh, in a 90, your chest is turned 90 degrees to the direction of your hip, the face of, facing of your hips. Okay, release the foot, frame the front foot, lift the back knee, step back, downward facing dog. If you want, take a blow, inhale forward to plank, exhale lower, inhale curl up, Exhale back, down dog. Inhale, left leg lifts. Again, prolonged three-legged dog. Push the hands down and forward. Release the heel of the right foot to the floor as you lift along the front of the right leg. Lift through back inner thigh. Wrap back outer hip towards the floor. Push through the sole of the left foot. Look forward and step forward. Again, same long stride. Get the ankle before melting the right knee to the floor. Onto padding, perhaps. 
Left foot walks to the left a couple of inches, both hands to the inside of the left leg. Scissor the legs together, angle the chest slightly towards the right. Either choose to stay here, or if you want more from the inner thighs, you might bring the left forearm down or even the right forearm down. Interlacing the fingers or palms in prayer, shoulders away from the ears, heart is soft and sinking. Hug the left thigh towards the right shoulder and choose to stay or tuck the back toes, lift the back inner thigh. Feel the extension of the inner groin muscles back through the inner right uh, knee, forward through the left inner right knee. And again, how do you use the breath to communicate with the body? So maybe inhale, the body's going like, this sucks. And the exhale, you're like, chill man, cool. You know, we're not going to be here forever. Just try to relax. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> right knee to the floor. Walk your hands back. Hands frame the front foot. And... Lynn, can you tell me what's next? <laughs> that uh, quad stretch. Um, right toes point, bend the right knee, reach back with the left hand, grab the outside of the foot, kick the foot into the hands, pull the heel towards the outer hip. If you get that Charlie horse thing, work it out, and then come back into it. Uh, revolve the chest towards the left, scissor the legs together, right knee forward, left heel back, foot into hand, heel towards the hip, Maybe coming down onto the right forearm. If you want to stretch some different muscles. So again, how does the pose move with the breath? Maybe the inhale is that contraction, the drawing in, the left foot back, the right knee forward. The exhale is the expansion out, hips melting down and forward, foot pressing into the hand. Chest opening towards the left, softening the edges of the mouth, and then release. Hand out, toes tucked, leg back, downward facing dog, walk it out. And start to step forward, one little footprint at a time. Pushing your heels into the mat as your hips lift high into the air, eventually walking yourself into a forward fold. Place your feet hip width distance apart, lift and spread your toes before placing them back down and come into what I like to call waterfall pose. So bend the knees, rest the torso on the thighs, let the head hang forward. Take hold of wrists, forearms, or biceps as you cascade length down the, from the hips down through the crown of the head. Make subtle movements here, releasing the upper body. Arms may sway from side to side. Uh, I like to bend one knee and extend the opposite leg straight as the upper body shifts side to side. So explore your yoga. Explore your body through variations and modifications on these general shapes. How is it today that you might get a deeper sense of letting go as you let the body hang forward? 
with your feet firmly planted, bring your fingertips to the floor or even onto blocks in front of you. Press your feet down as you lift into the hips, lengthening along the backs of the legs. As the backs of the legs lengthen, engage along the fronts of the legs. Lift into the kneecaps, pull the creases of the hips skyward. Inner upper thighs push back and apart to broaden the pelvis and actively lengthen the crown of the head towards the floor. So you already uh, passively created a lot of uh, length in the spine. Now add to that length by reaching the crown of the head down. Start to bend the elbows out to either side of the room. Lift your shoulders away from your ears, keeping the sides of your neck long. In time, you might even start to slide your hands back along the sides of your feet as you fold deeply into yourself, opening up the back side of your body. And now, palms to shin, shoulder blades on the back. Straighten your elbows, extension and chest forward. Exhale and fold in. Fingertips to the floor, release the head. Inhale, half lift. Continuing with our trend of three, exhale and one more. Inhale, lengthen the spine at the top of your inhalation. And exhale, release completely at the bottom of your exhalation. Fold into yourself. Hands to hips, elbows to the ceiling, lift the chin, push down through the feet as you grow tall. So I find this a little disorienting, like a, there's a little bit of adjustment that happens from going to the forward fold to the standing position. So with the hands on the hips, actively lift along the front, uh, the front crests of the pelvis as you push the feet down, lengthen the tailbone earthward. Shoulder blades on the back, collarbones broad, Tone in the upper abdomen. Now once you have the hips situated, the bowl of the pelvis upright, extend your arms to your sides, roll your shoulders back, open up the palms. So feel the palms expand as you uh, try to spread your fingers as much as possible, extend out through the fingertips. So that's just a little instruction to move your awareness into new parts of the pose. So if you just start thinking about, oh, how might I move the size of my neck differently? How might I move my earlobes differently? Your, your mind will be brought around this pose, so you can always start to find a new way to approach the posture. Pushing down through the feet, lengthening along the crown of the head. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. You might look up as your palms touch. Exhale, you might gently bend your knees as you flow forward. Fingertips to the blocks or to the floor in front of you. Inhale, lift halfway, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, flow forward with the breath. As your lungs empty, you release completely into yourself. Inhale, take the long journey towards standing, sweeping the arms up and overhead, palms touching at the very top of the inhalation. And then exhale, bring the hands down through heart center, arms at your sides, roll the shoulders back, open up the palms. Inhale again, sweep up, exhale and flow forward with a long, deep breath. Release the head down. Inhale, use the full course of the inhale to lengthen along the front of the torso. Exhale, fold deeply into yourself, getting deeper with the emptying of the lungs. Inhale, sweep up. Push down, reach through the fingertips. Exhale, hands through heart center. 
and roll the shoulders back, open the palms. Last one with the pace of your own breath. Explore, have fun, 
and then come forward, release the foot down. Okay, shake out your legs a little bit, and now we get to um, open up towards our French doors. So um, turn 90 degrees on your mat. Have that block handy in front of you as we will uh, go from goddess to our wide-legged forward fold. So uh, start with the feet wider than the outer hips, as I always say. You might walk your feet out as you come down into the goddess. Turn your knee and toes out about a 45-degree angle, hands to the hips, shoulders on the back, and bend the knees in the direction of the toes, extending through the outer inner thighs, contracting through the outer hips, as the hips come down to the height of the knees. And you guys are all so good at this. Elbows, uh, the shoulders on the back, lower ribs in the back, tailbone down, sweep the arms overhead, exhale, right arm underneath the left, get those eagle arms going, either palms together or grab shoulders, lift the elbows up, forearms away from the face, upper body comes back, hips sink lower, weight in the heels, extend through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips, Sweep the arms overhead, keeping the hips low. Exhale, left arm underneath the right. Bring palms together or grab shoulders. Elbows lift, forearms away from the face. Face, wrap the arms tightly, open up the shoulders. Extend through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips. Weight in the heels, five, four, three, two, one. Straighten the legs, sweep the arms up, look up. Exhale, release your arms to your sides. Okay, heel toe your feet together. Grab your real or imaginary hula hoop. So if anybody wants to grab the real hula hoop, feel free to take your feet hip-width distance apart. Think about relaxed ankles, relaxed knees. Hands to the hips and start to go one direction with the hips. Okay, uh, let's start with a really big hula hoop. Now it's starting to get smaller. Smaller! Smaller! So as the hula hoop gets smaller, you have to go fast. Okay, other direction. Big hula hoop. <laughs> Five foot hula hoop. And now it's getting smaller. It's getting smaller. It's really small. Okay. <laughs> Take your feet wide apart. <clears throat> okay, we're going to do something different today. So maybe not as wide with the feet. I was really just haven't been to uh, Fuel Hot Yoga class in a long time, but I have good memories of a lot of the uh, poses in that. So we're going to uh, take one of those poses. So uh, in this, the feet are a little bit closer together, hands at the hips, shoulders on the back, just as we always set up for a wide-legged forward fold, hinge at the hips, chin and chest parallel to the floor. Now reach for the outer heels. Tuck the fingertips, have fingers underneath the heels. So you'll see why your feet are close together because otherwise you couldn't reach them. Okay, so knees might bend slightly. Press down with the feet, pull up on the heels. Use the strength of your hands against your feet to pull the crown, to pull the forehead towards the floor. So that's another variation here with this uh, version of the pose. So forehead extends towards the floor. Lift the kneecaps up, push the thigh bones back. If you'd like that sense of grounding here, uh, you might grab a prop and place it below your forehead. So you could push the forehead into the prop. And this really uh, gives you, um, the mechanics of this really help you to uh, lift along the backs of the legs, I find. So extend down through the forehead, 
Pull up with the hands, shoulders away from the ears, extend the crown of the head down, push the thigh bones back, actively lift into the kneecaps, and then untuck your hands. Place your, your wrists below your shoulders. You might wind your stance if that feels uh, better to you. Ground through the outer feet, press back through the thigh bones, lift into the kneecaps, left palm below the face, right hand to the low back. Place your imaginary glass of water at your low back without spilling the water. Revolve left ribs towards the right wall. Hug right shoulder blade onto the back of your chest. So legs and hips stay stationary. You are not spilling your glass of water to the left. You want that left hip to stay at the height of the right hip. Hug the right shoulder blade onto the back. Maybe look up, right arm to the sky. Stack the shoulders, broaden across the chest. Root through the left knuckles, and as you extend the crown of your head forward, push the thigh bones back. You might isometrically pull the left hand towards the room that your uh, the, the side of the room that your bottom is facing. Okay, gaze down, hand down, second side. Left hand to your glass of water. Re-engage the legs, re-square the hips if they've gone wonky, and then revolve the right ribs towards. The left wall so the keeping the central channel of the spine moving back and forward back through the uh, tailbone forward through the crown of the head revolving around that central channel so that the hips square forward the chest opens left left shoulder on the back maybe if the shoulders are stacked left arm reaches up gaze goes up right hand pulls back isometrically as the crown of the head reaches forward, thighs push back, tailbone lengthens. And then look down, hand down, hands to hips, elbows to the ceiling, lift the chin, rise up to standing. Heel toe your feet back in. Start with your big hula hoop, one direction, knees and ankles soft. Okay, let that hula hoop start getting smaller, faster circles. And then big hula hoop in the other direction. And speed it up a little bit. Come on. Speed it up. <laughs> speed it up. I'm <laughs> I'm not doing the voice again. <laughs> Got you too riled up. <laughs> okay, now we're looking for now. It will be back. Okay. <laughs> so, um, as I mentioned, we're setting up for our revolved triangle pose. This is a pretty serious pose. Um, I've spent a lot of time on this, but it's been a while since I spent a lot of time on this. And I, I was trying to really do it well yesterday and uh, found that my biggest challenge in this pose was balance. So um, let's just get into it, be curious about it, and we'll do it a couple of times. So. Um, Let's start with the right foot forward and definitely have a block option. So take a block to the front of your mat and I would start with the block at its middle setting at the inside of your right foot. Okay, so right toes are pointing forward, left foot lunges back about three and a half feet. So between, uh, yeah, I'd say three and a half feet if you are below 5'8", which is my height. You might have your feet a little closer. 
you're taller than 5'8", I'd go a little wider. So I'm just using myself as the mean height here for this. Okay, left toes to the top left corner of your mat. Heels, experiment here. We're going to do this a couple times. Experiment with your heels being in one line. And you can uh, experiment with your feet being a little apart. So let's start with the heels in the line. The second time we'll, we'll take the heels a little bit wider so that they have their own tracks. I'm saying that tracks and quotation marks. Okay, I don't know why though, but just so you can uh, visualize me making air quotes. Okay, scissor your legs together. So right foot pulls back, left foot draws forward to square the hips forward. So you might imagine that the fronts of your hip points like um, headlights shining straight ahead. And roll your shoulders back, hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart as you create a line of energy up along the front of your torso. From your belly button, up through your heart, up and up through your chin. And then exhale, hinge that length parallel to the floor. So with your hands on your hips, you'll notice that the right hip wants to come forward. Draw with the right hand back on the right hip as you ground through the right big toe, lift into the right kneecap. So this, uh, the line of your spine is parallel to the floor. The legs are strong, toning in. Left hand to the block at the inseam of your right foot. Pull back with the, the right hand on the right hip. Lift into the right kneecap. Pull back with your left hand on the block and extend your chin and chest forward again. Okay. Now begin to revolve your left belly, your left ribs, your left shoulder towards the right wall, keeping your right hip drawing back. Right shoulder on the back. Okay, so this is uh, the preliminary. You may experiment with bringing your hand on your left hand onto your foot or moving the block to the outside of your uh, right foot or moving your block to a lower setting. Personally, I really like the hand on the foot because I can feel my foot acting and with my uh, and pull the hand back, revolve the belly from left to right. Draw your belly button in towards your spine. Keep the lower spine long, right hip pulling back, crown of the head forward, right shoulder blade on the back of the chest. If your shoulders are stacked, right arm to the sky. If we had a little more wall space in here, I would be doing this against the wall. Crown of the head forward, right hip back, hips point forward, chest opens to the right, soften the edges of your mouth, and notice the challenges of the pose. Challenge to breathe. Okay, hand back to the floor or to the hip. Eventually, hands to the hips, draw back through the sides of the waistline, come up. That was pretty hard. We held that for quite a while. Oh, yeah, because you... <laughs> oh, Lynn, sometimes it feels like your comments are heckles. My <laughs> left foot comes forward, block to the inside of the foot. But you miss me when we're back here. <laughs> yeah. But we miss you when you're gone. And listeners have us making gestures with her hand, like, duck quack. She was, <laughs> was talking to me. <laughs> Determine the uh, width that 
that's correct for you. So try to keep that right outer foot grounded throughout the posture, although it will uh, often come up. Ground through the left big toe, lift into the left kneecap, pull back through the left hip, turn your headlights shining straight ahead, lengthen the tailbone down, which is very difficult to do here, lower ribs in and back, shoulder blades on the back, lengthen along the front of the torso, and exhale, hinge the length of your spine parallel to the floor. Draw back through the left hand on the hip, right hand to the block. We all were very anxious to get that right hand on the block. <laughs> <laughs> left hand pulls back, left kneecap lifts, left big toe ball mound grounds. So think about lengthening the spine here. So the, the longer that central channel of the spine is, the more space you have to revolve open. So with the right hand on the block, start to twist your right abdomen towards the left, your right ribs towards the left, your right shoulder to the left, as the left shoulder stacks on top. So contrapasta, you remember when I was trying to do vocabulary words? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, left shoulder blade on the back of your shoulders are stacked, arm to the sky. <laughs> What's that word today? <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I quit that. Oh. <laughs> left big toe grounds, kneecap lifts. Okay, really think about moving from the inside of the body uh, from right to left. Make this about the strength of your abdomen, opening your chest towards the left wall as your legs stay stable and steady. Okay, look down, hand down, hands to hips, elbows to the sky, draw back through the sides of the waistline, step forward. And. We think I'm move the arm on the other side. We didn't move it. Oh. You didn't put your hand on your foot. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't, I did and I just didn't talk about it. Oh, okay. We'll do it a second. We'll do it a second time. Okay. So any? Uh, no, we were going to do it. Okay. Good. We were going to do it a second time anyway. Uh, so do a little dance. Uh, shake out anything you're feeling now. Prepare for a second side. Uh, does anybody have anything that I didn't mention that you felt like was happening in the pose that was? A striking sensation or experience. I'll talk about my experience. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like I can feel it so much in my ankles. And so front ankle, ankle or back ankle or both equally? The front more. Okay. So it's really interesting. And I feel like I just don't think about how tight my ankles are that much. And there's not a ton of yoga poses that really challenge to that but this is one so the inner ankle of the it's, foot? It, it's actually here mm-hmm. so across mm-hmm. the, the top of your yeah it's really interesting mm-hmm. that is interesting that I, I was feeling it too and yeah. I think because you're trying to hold down but at mm-hmm. the same time you twist yeah down. so you turn yeah. and yeah I, I if you have tight ankles it really mm-hmm. you know stretches that out which is great but it's very it's a big feeling. Yeah. I want to see if that's any different if we take the heels a little bit apart. I feel like I feel like it's more of a traditional stance to keep the heels in a line, but I'm, I'm wondering if there's uh, any variation on the pose if you start to feel anything different if the heels are different a little bit wider. Yeah. 
What I'm thinking is with the heels wider, the the hips are gonna kind of go out of um, balance. Oh, like the the, the glass on the hips is going to spill with the heels wider. But that's just my that's my guess. Um, we don't want to spill. I'll I'll look out for you guys to see if uh, you spill your glasses. Okay, so right foot forward, left foot back. So uh, take. Maybe so that if you drew a line from your front heel to the back heel, it wouldn't hit it. It would just be, a, maybe there's an inch between that line and your left heel. So that left heel is just an inch to the left. And then turn the left toes forward. Start, so again, the right foot forward. Block can start at the inside of the foot, or if you felt like you could go deeper, you can go onto the foot or even to the block to the outside of the foot. Okay, square the hips, tone the legs, shine the headlights forward, elbows point back, Length along the front of the torso, and then exhale, hinge at the hips. Lengthen the spine, left palm to the floor, and start to revolve. Left ribs towards the right wall, right shoulder on the back. Hand to the foot if you'd like. Hand to the outside of the foot, on the floor, on the block. Good. Open up. Right hip. More back. More back. Good. Perfect. Good. Good. Probably hard to bounce though. <laughs> okay, Lynn, well, you spilled the glass very much. All so, of it. Yeah, so. It's interesting. Everybody's hips are a little different. Okay. Uh, come back up. Unrevolve. I'll just have to keep, uh, anybody have any weigh in on that one after? Did you notice any difference with the feet further? I thought it would be easier to balance, but for me it was actually harder. Yeah, I thought, I was I thought it would be easier. I agree, totally. It was actually harder to balance for me. Balance, yeah. yeah. Okay, good to know. So there's a reason that I thought that way. And there's a reason it's probably more typical to have the heels in the line. Okay, so this last one, your choice. If you already know that you are less balanced, you just line up those heels. Okay, left foot forward, pull the kneecap back, square the hips forward, open the chest, and then fold, hinge of the hips, right hand to the block at the inside of the foot, onto the foot or the outside of the foot, or you like to move into the uh, deeper revolution, gradually do that. Draw back with the left hip crease, lift into the left kneecap, ground through the base of the left big toe, Revolve the right ribs left, pulling the right shoulder away from the ear, pulling back on the floor on the block beneath your right hand, left shoulder blade onto the back of the chest, palm to the, uh, fingertips to the sky, again, open the palms, spread the fingers apart, extend through each fingertip, revolve right to left, cross the chest, gaze leads with the right eye towards the Ceiling, beyond the fingertips, soften the edges of your mouth. Squeeze the legs together, extend the legs out, breathe the pose. Okay, gaze down, hand down, hands to hips, elbows to the sky, draw back through the sides of the waistline. Step the right foot forward and do a little dance. 
Shake out the legs. Keep them loose. <laughs> Do a little sh hip shimmy. Okay. What did I have lined up after that? Um, let's do a let's <laughs> let's do a child's pose. Knees wide apart. Take your big toes to touch. Sit your hips back to your heels. Okay. So with your uh, knees wide, toes touching, push your hands down and forward into the mat to really round your spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor. Breathe between the vertebra along your spine. Keeping your hips low, look forward, start to walk your arms forward. Forehead and heart melt towards or to the floor. I often find in this shape that um, my nose and uh, mouth are kind of squishing into the floor. If that's the case for you, you might turn your left cheek to the floor. Release the weight of your head, release your, uh, the weight of your arms, relax your palms. Let the shape of the pose, um, let the shape be more passive in the shape of the pose. So once you have the shape, kind of release into it. And again, this idea of using the breath as a channel of communication between mind and body. <clears throat> If you have the left cheek turned to the floor, slowly turn your head the opposite direction, right cheek on the mat. Chin back to the floor, walk your hands back towards your hips, tuck your tailbone, sit up. We're <coughs> going to offer something uh, different today for our inversion. We're going to um, practice forearm balance if that is of interest to you today. So uh, I hurt my neck last week, so um, I opted out of headstand and did this instead, and it found that uh, it's a good. It's a good option if you have, <laughs> if you have an injured neck because um, your head doesn't go down to the floor. So uh, it's a lot of the same actions as headstand, a lot of the same shoulder strength, but you don't have that third point of contact with your head. Um, so if you'd like to try this today, I, I uh, practice this pose a lot. It's one of my favorite, and I always use a block. So um, it's just so helpful in this pose. So I'm going to bring my, uh, my mat to a wall. And if you've never done this before, I would say start with uh, your block, uh, maybe six inches from the wall. And very much like headstand, I'm going to uh, come into a forearm, forearm tabletop, spreading my fingers, and then uh, taking 
the block lengthwise, I'm going to have my hands framing either side of the block. So, uh, you know, the L you can make with your left hand, your, your left hand is coming to the left side of the block. The backwards L uh, you can make with your right finger, right pointer finger and your right thumb is coming to the left side of the block. And then palms are palming the mat. Elbows are shoulder width distance apart and you can use a strap around the, el around the upper arms to keep the sh elbows shoulder width distance apart. Um, that's also a good option for this one. So I'm palming the floor with my hands, pressing down through my forearms, melt my heart towards the floor just as we would for headstands, shoulder blades contracting on the upper back, lower ribs coming in and back, pushing my forearms down, drawing my shoulders away from my ears. Then I tuck my toes under without allowing my shoulders to come forward of my elbows just as I would in headstand pose. I'm going to walk my feet in, lifting my hips higher. Keep my gaze between my hands, between my forearms. One foot grounds, the other leg lifts. Bend the leg that's uh, on the main, bend the grounded leg, and then kick my heels to the wall. Squeeze my legs together, tuck my tailbone skyward, push my forearms down, keep my head up, and then just as you would for headstand, experiment with one leg away from the wall at a time. Heels back to the floor, to the wall, feet down, one foot to the floor at a time, just like headstand, come into a child's pose after your experimentation. Okay, otherwise, just do headstand. Um, so again, a little more challenging because fewer points of contact here. More strain, more um, demanding on the upper back muscles. Okay, so frame the block with the hands, block is at its widest uh, position, maybe a strap around the upper arms, keeping the elbows shoulder width distance apart, look between the forearms, walk, uh, tuck the toes under, lift the hips up, walk the feet forward without letting the shoulders come forward of the elbows. Lift one leg, push the forearms down, shoulder blades on the back, kick, to the wall. It will be a harder, harder, higher, more vigorous kick than the headstand. Good. Ava, beautiful. Push the forearms down, shoulder blades on the back, squeeze the legs together, tuck the tailbone up. Good. Trying to strap, it really helped me. The strap, yeah, because yeah, the, really we'll the arms do really want to. The arms really want to widen apart. I tried without, and I couldn't I even get to, to try to kick yeah, up, and I, I put it on the right way. Oh, okay, yeah. So, oh. if this is new to you, use the strap. Lynn, looking good. Wow, and that's awesome. Good. Really nice. You even have this strap a little narrow, and more narrow than it needs to be, perhaps. Me? Yeah. But that looks great. That helps. But it helps, so... Yeah, it really helps keep the shoulders yeah. on the back. Okay, it just can, I think it might be limiting to, go, to get more upright, no. to get the shoulders deeper on the back. Good. Mary, you don't like the block. <coughs> Because the hands slide together without the I block. Um, I'm putting my head on the block. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want the shorter one? Here. Take the shorter one. Okay. Good. So yeah, really focus on push, pushing down. And I, okay, no. I think your strap is too high and too wide. Too high. Oh. Okay, when you are... I keep working on that one. Okay, let's let Jason... Ooh. Yeah! Okay. Uh, I haven't been practicing handstands. I think if I've been practicing those more, that communication yeah. of where I'm going to push, I'll work on that. Uh, so that pose is called Pinchamayarasana, or Peacock Feather Pose. Okay, everybody, take your child's pose, knees together or apart. Uh, yogi's choice, arms forward to begin, forearms down, head heavy. Communicate with the upper back. Soften the neck. Relax the shoulders. these times, especially after practicing something challenging or new, uh, it can be very difficult not to dwell on the, um, the uh, judgment or the, the value judgment of your experience. So I feel like that's kind of a, a paradox in yoga, like we are, tr we are um, often trying to reach goals and achieve um, achieve new postures, but how do we how do we navigate that with this degree of detachment from outcome and without um, our <laughs> without the um, <laughs> without our performance. Uh, providing our sense of self-worth. I feel like that's a real paradigm, paradox. Um, so figure that out for yourself, and then come up. <laughs> <laughs> when you figure that out, uh, come to a seated pose. So swing your legs forward, stand your legs out in front of you, and you might uh, re- um, Reconnect with uh, that uh, prop you were sitting on in the beginning of the class. As you extend your legs forward, you might um, physically uh, pull the flesh of your buttocks back and apart with your hands. Press your thigh bones down, hands either along the sides of the hips if you are shorter torso, longer arms, or uh, if you are longer torso, shorter arms, uh, hands can be behind the hips. So figure out the, cor per uh, the correct uh, expression for your proportions. Shoulder blades on the back, head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis. Push your thigh bones down, perhaps so much so that your heels lighten or lift away from the floor. 
Toenails back towards the face, so neutralizing staff pose. Now let's take um, the left shin parallel with the top of the mat. Stack the right shin on top, setting up for a fire load, fire logs, fire logs pose. Um, grab the soles of the feet with either hand and begin to push hand into foot, foot into hand. And with that resistance that you feel at the soles of your foot, can you start to uh, lengthen from the soles of your foot up to your hips and broaden your hips, the sits bones, away from one another so that your seat becomes uh, wider. And legs active. And then release the hands from the feet. Come back to sitting upright if you've leaned forward in the process. Keep your sits bones broad and either stay in this upright position, communicating with the hips, or you might begin to hinge at the hips and lean the upper body forward, walking the hands in front of the legs on the mat. And as I um, talked about last week, for those of you who were here, this is one that um, I really I find that is um, nice to move into gradually so that there's something to be heard as you're upright, and then with each little movement forward, there's uh, something to be heard. So, some, so listen to your body as you move into the, ex, the, the perhaps uh, deepening expression of the pose. I also find it's nice to uh, grab the block and place my forehead on the block to let the head release forward, the neck be soft. So as the gaze turns inward, moves down into the low back, into the outer hips, whatever it is, wherever it is, let your mind be present with that sensation. And then you might even, um, without putting too much weight on this, um, on this exploration, is is there perhaps an emotional component, component to this experience? That might be a very subtle energy if that, if you, um, if that exists. <coughs> perhaps if you close your eyes, there's a certain uh, color that you see. in this way for three more breaths. And for some, this, um, this particular hip opener is, um, can be uh, inaccessible due to um, 
low back, hips, or even at the knees. So uh, this can be re uh, replaced with a pigeon pose or a figure four. So just find some way to communicate with the low back, the outer hips. So again, it's, it's not about uh, performing the shapes, but uh, the, the awareness, the um, expansive nature of the shapes to bring us deeper in communication with ourselves and with our being. Come back up right, and then we will take a twist. Bring your uh, left heel towards the right hip, pointing your left knee forward. Bring the right foot to the outside of the left knee corner, grounding through the sole of the right foot. Hips grounded, right hand behind the hip, grow tall, extend the left arm up along the left ear, lengthening the left side body before either wrapping the left arm around the front of the right knee or hooking the left elbow to the outside of the right thigh. Breathe along the spine. Soften the features of the face. Eyes might gaze over the right uh, shoulder softly. We'll counter twist to the left. And then take those two postures on the second side. So fire logs, if that's uh, accessible for your body. Um, Right shin parallels the top of the mat, left shin on top, knees, uh, knees stacked over heel, heel stacked over knee, hands to the feet, settle into the hips, activate the legs by pushing feet into hands, hands into feet, widen the sits bones apart. Keep that activation in the legs as you come back upright, root through the hips, Grow tall along the spine and then drape the length of your torso over your legs, moving into the posture slowly. So each uh, breath, each uh, inching of the fingertips forward or the forearms down is a new sensation. Again, you might experiment uh, with head uh, resting on a block. Again, you might take, be in pigeon pose at this time or, uh, or figure four on your back.
And wherever you are, communicating with the low back, with the outer hips, the inner thighs. Take three slow, deep breaths. completion of those three breaths, you might slowly push your way back up to seated. Right heel comes into the left hip, knee pointing forward, left foot to the outside of the right knee corner, grounding through the sole of the left foot. Right hand behind the back, uh, sorry, left hand behind the back, right arm reaches, lengthening the right side body, and then either hook the elbow around the front of the shin or elbow to the outside of the right thigh. Shifting from bottom to top, inside to outside, right to left, left shoulder blade on the back of the heart, eventually moving the, uh, the twist into the neck and gaze, using uh, the right eye to lead the gaze over the left shoulder. Inhale, through center, counter twist. Unhook the uh, feet. Scooch your bottom towards the top of your mat and then blood on your back. Hug the knees up towards the armpits. Take hold of outside edges of the feet. Angle the shins perpendicular to the floor. Happy baby pose. Side to side. Might you synchronize this movement with your breath so it really slows down. Kind of like a really tired but happy baby. Baby. Inner feet together, interlace your fingers around the outer edges of your feet and come to a recline bound angle pose. Good. Turn down these legs or Turn them on. Extend through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips, flatten the low back against the floor. Let the heads of the arm bones be pulled up away from the floor. Squeeze the knees together and give yourself a big hug. Great job. Great job, body. Chin to chest, forehead towards the knees. Squeeze the legs in. Tuck the tailbone towards the heels. Squeeze it, pull it in, hug tight, and then let it go. Make your way to your form of rest today for Savasana. So this might mean laying, um, laying on your back with your arms and legs extended. You may um, just feel the 
desire for a bolster underneath the knees or uh, kind of a reclined <coughs> with the hips on the floor and the upper body, uh, the length of the <laughs> spine on the uh, bolster. So whatever feels supportive for you, get your body into a position where you can let go. And so I've been thinking in my exploration of Savasana recently of really trying to uh, embody a, a, a peacefulness at this time. So I've been thinking, what moments in my life have I felt this um, this inner and outer sense of being at peace. So there might be a moment for you that stands out as a, just a moment of a memory of being at peace. And for me, it's this also it comes along with this idea of like stillness. Maybe time slowed down in that moment. And what does that feel like? physically, and can you recreate that feeling mentally with that memory? Unfurl the fingers. Once again, feel the openness of your palms. Now letting the hands just be relaxed. Wrists relaxed. Setting down the weight of each arm. Letting the scapula, the shoulder blades, settle into this, the mat beneath you. So settling into um, a sandy beach. Let your feet open out. As you release the weight of the legs, supported. Release the weight of the skull. Soften the brain. Let the face open.
connect with your breath and bring movement back into your body. As you are ready, I invite you to bend your knees one at a time, extend your right arm along your right ear. Before rolling onto your right side, head supported on the arm, curling the body once again into itself. Push your way to a seated position. Any comfortable seat is appropriate for this time. Hands come to heart or onto the heart. And we'll close practice with a single sound of OM. Exhale and inhale for OM. Thank you.